Marcus Radio. Welcome to Three Queens and a King Podcast, where candid conversation matters. It's your show, baby. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Three Queens and a King Podcast. My name is Meek, uh, one of three amazing co-hosts. As a matter of fact, today, though, we have a different panel with us because the ladies took some time off for the holiday, which is always a great thing. Hope they're having a great time uh, camping and cooking out and things of that sort, although the weather sucks this weekend for the holiday weekend. At any rate, though, uh, we decided to keep keep the show going and uh, bring on a couple of folks to just kind of have a conversation with and uh, talk about some things. Uh, first, let me welcome my dearest and one of my oldest. Um, I can't even count the years I was trying to this morning. But Brother Dwayne, my friend, is uh, the king to celebrate this week. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, sir. Welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome. Hey, we are live. We are. We are in the building. Dwayne is probably one of the most brilliant illustrators I have ever had the pleasure of working with. You know I'm a fan. I've always been a fan of your artwork. Mm-hmm. How's that going for you these days? Um, it's funny you ask. Uh, I have been done anything in a couple years I've kind of lost my passion and uh, just recently I got some things coming up um, like artist Mike Fields is having a uh, an opening in uh, Newark, New Jersey in November um, for his Black Hollywood theme and uh he asked me to come on board so and it's funny I figured I felt that he was going to ask me to do that we never talk about visual arts we always talk about the film stuff that I do as far as what I what, I, what I'm interested in and, uh, yeah I'll be uh, working on some visual arts for that particular situation uh, but you know I'm all over the place I'm excited though because I know that you're multi-talented and I know that one of your your first passions, even before art, visual art, is uh, producing music and being uh, in front of the camera. And you've done some producing and directing as far as films concerned too. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and of I'm all like your talents, in the film world, I started behind the camera. Okay. Yeah. And then made your way to the front of the camera, of course. <laughs> So you guys can't see, the listeners can't right. see, but Dwayne is super yeah. talented, but also very beautiful, uh, beautiful soul, beautiful spirit, and like this huge oh. bright smile. Whatever, go ahead and take it, take the compliments. <laughs> um, one of the first pieces that Dee did that I got hip to as far as his talent was concerned was at a show that we did together years ago. Um, and and I incorporated live art in the show and then we auctioned the work off and he did this amazing piece of himself in Barack Obama um, that was huge, big piece and it was just dope and it took you nothing to like, well, to us it took you nothing I don't know, you know, the effort that you had to expel to put that together, but it was gorgeous um, and then from there he started doing these, these works on jackets and whatnot and he did one for me on a jean jacket which is in my studio on the wall and inspires me every time I have to sit down to the canvas. So I appreciate you, sir. Even if you don't know it, the inspiration. Oh, thank awesome. Humbly. Likewise. Amazing. Okay, so our second <laughs> guest co-host <laughs> on the show um, is my niece and also an amazing artist. Um, uh, obviously niece, you guys, she's a little bit younger. Um, but please uh, welcome Kira to the show. How are you doing, Kit Kat? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's Sunday. <laughs> so 
Kira's an artist in the in that she does nails, and um, I guess right. the listeners can't see, but uh, the nails that she got she got on her fingers right now she did, and you just decided to pick that up one day, and like within months, I'm watching you on Facebook, and you're just growing into the skill set, and now this is what you do. Uh, this is not not a, not even a part time hustle. This is like something you do pretty consistently outside of working as well. Oh, this is my life. This is my whole life. For real. And your passion. I love it. Yeah, I started randomly one day. Well, actually, I need to balance and I was tired of doing my nail. Or I tired of going to this little Asian shop and get my nails done. <laughs> so I taught myself how to do it. And then I just wanted to do it. So I'm there. Okay. So at the end of this show, too, we're going to make sure we let the listeners know where everybody can find the both of you guys and any work that you've done beforehand, how to reach out, contact for work or projects that are coming up. So we will do that towards the end of the show. Um, Yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on. We're going to have a really dope conversation today. It is a little deep. Um, We kind of bounced around the topic today, but my spirit and uh, and and D's spirit, we both uh, were on were on one. And um, I think uh, the energy is just begging for us to talk about real life stuff that we're all going through, um, which is uh, healing emotional trauma. Um, and everybody's been through some form, shape, or various variation of a traumatic experience in their life, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but I think what's what I want to celebrate today and really talk about is how we get past that pain um, from whatever traumatic incident that we've experienced, whether it was in our childhood, uh, young adulthood, or even something that might have occurred just last week, um, dealing with you know people in just situations and how we're getting past that. So uh, in advance, I say I appreciate you guys and your vulnerability because I know the conversation might be a bit triggering. And to anybody that's listening, um, we do want to let you know that that in preparation for what we're about to speak on uh, this week and the following week, because we're going to do a part one and a part two on this particular topic. Uh, it might be triggering for you as well. And if it's too much, uh, we're okay if you decide not to tune in for the whole show. But if you do, we hope that you take something from it and it helps you through your situation as well. Before we get going, we're going to take a quick, quick break. We're going to come back, jump right into the conversation, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Three Queens and a King podcast. We will be right, right back. We're back. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Today, we are talking about healing emotional trauma on Three Queens and a King podcast. Um, I just think this is an important conversation. It came up in, in my spirit immediately when I was talking to the girls last week about what we should talk about this week. Um, and then when I mentioned to Dee that this was the topic, he also reconfirmed that uh, it was necessary for us to talk about this. So um, I want to start with you, Dwayne. So when I called you and I said, hey, this is what I want to talk about. And you called and, and often we just text and link up, but it's, it's very rare that we make it a point to get on the phone. So you called and I said, this must be important. And you were like, you know what, this is where I'm at in life. So with that being said, uh, I'm sharing as little as much as you want to just tell the people 
like how did you come to the conclusion that you were at a place in life where it was time for you to really like recognize some things in order to move forward and heal is there something specific that happened or did you just wake up one day like hey it's time um it's been happening over the course of the past few years but um entering into a relationship which is something that I haven't done in quite some time and being open on that level um really started to pull some things to the surface um through through happenings through conversations um there was a there was a situation that happened between me and my current partner, and uh, there was a fabrication told early on. I won't get into specifics, and I haven't really. Um, I realized that I don't really allow people to get close to me because. I have high, I have the, with the things that I expect, if, if certain shit like lies really affect me. And the like, it really caused me to wonder like, why, why does this hurt me so bad? Because it, it hurts. And in that hurt, I've had to find ways to express how I feel without being volatile. You know, um, and really identify what the main purpose is. And that's, I need you to understand that this is not acceptable. I need you to understand how I feel. And first, the first thing I had to realize is that uh, I have to realize how I feel and not push that shit to the side. You know, um, and really be truthful with myself and really be transparent. And as a male, that's not something that we're really trained to do. Mm-hmm. It's it's not manly to say you hurt me. You know I'm hurt. It hurts. It might not be the, the most comfortable conversation, but this is how I feel, and it's important. Just like how you feel is important. And really, uh, really facing that because you can't heal what you're not willing to touch. And being honest with myself and being honest with my partner, um, it brought about a lot of information that we've both been carrying. Uh, yeah, that's that, that's just where I like really, really focusing on healing, like really touching the situation, really uh seeing what the problem is and how do we fix it how do you feel about it how do I feel about it like that's just kind of where I am right now like really uh, because it's not just this particular situation there are things that happened that I'm realizing years ago that I just kind of glossed over because no one wanted to converse about it or it was uncomfortable um, and just really coming to grips with like yeah I have some things that really need to be uh, some, some brokenness that needs to be mended you know, and also things that I've done to others. Like I'm just in a place where I'm realizing like, yeah, that was fucked up. Like you, you, you've been making some moves that really hurt some people, you know, and uh, for them to feel like you don't give a damn, that's wrong. And I would have never known that had I not been touched. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, um, yeah, and, and I just not 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 to, not to ramble on, but that's kind of yeah, that's what brought it about, you know, um, being touched in the present. That's a good thing, though. You're speaking on emotional um, IQ, emotional maturity, and all that growth yeah. that, that yeah, comes that, with that. So yeah, we have to like the Most High has been saying, like, hey, you know, this is a test. And are you going to pass or fail? Yeah, how you respond to it, you know, that dictates, that determines whether or not you graduate or you remain in the same class. Mm-hmm. You know? Indeed. Because, yeah. 
Kira, you're a little younger than us, and I, I don't have to put your age out there, but um, for for the sake of the conversation and the listeners, um, we have mid twenties and then early forties. So you 40s. got what? Oh, early. Early. <laughs> Early. <laughs> I'm not trying to make us older than we are. I got you. <laughs> so we got 20 years between between us. What amazes me is that me and Kat spent a lot of time together and the conversations that we have mirror our experiences so much for there to be a 20 year gap. It's kind of saddening to, to think that my niece is dealing with some of the same things that I was dealing with at 20 or even still dealing with mid thirties, early forties. So yeah. Kat, in your in your in your perspective, where you're at in the midst of your growth, um, and you being as young as you are, what what was happening when you decided or started realizing that it was time for you to uh, grow up. start to heal? Yeah, grow up. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Um, I don't know. Certain circumstances kind of arose at the moment where it was like. I had to leave a I had to leave a situation and and go find me and my happiness. Um, it started to get real bad, and it was yeah, it was just to the point where I just had to leave and go find me and my happiness. And it's been a freaking roller coaster. Let me tell you, it's not fun. It's not fun, and it's not easy at all. I've still had a lot of heartaches and sadness, but I mean like. I don't know. I don't really know what happened. It kind of just clicked. Everything kind of just clicked. After I left a toxic situation that I knew it was getting toxic and I was seeing myself change into a person that I just did not want to be. And I wasn't happy with that person. It it all kind of just clicked and it was like, okay, let me start making these steps to start feeling better. And then I started doing things that make me feel better. And it now I'm just doing cool. <laughs> so do you find it easier to now as you're growing up a little bit more and taking more responsibility for your, your contributions to some of the things that you were dealing with? Are you yeah. finding it easier to forgive people that have hurt you or afford oh, them grace? 100% because I... I'm starting to realize once I once I take responsibility and accountability for what I did in that situation, and it couldn't have it it could have been something that I because I've done people wrong, so it could have been something that I did extremely wrong, or just finding what my faults are in a certain situation that maybe I didn't do any wrong, but what I could have done to make something better for me or for whatever the situation was. Um, once I take a look at what I can do, it makes it so much easier because I, I don't have to. I don't have to be mad at you. I don't have to be angry at you, don't, or whatever situation. Even if just an, a situation, I don't have to be angry at that situation or upset with that situation. I know what I did. I know what I can do. I know how I can flip that if I'm in a, in a situation like that again. So it's definitely yeah. a lot easier. A lot, and it it makes it easier especially when you're dealing with people because then you can see what you can do in a similar relationship how you can make what, a similar better what i'm hearing uh, from the both of you guys is a lot of self-awareness mm-hmm. is coming into play um which is a, which is making it not necessarily easier but necessary to start to look at uh your shit. Yeah. start to feel back there and whatnot. Dwayne, I want to touch on um, what you were saying about being in a relationship and how that's bringing stuff up. And and we've been friends for years now, so we've watched each other go through some things and have helped each other through some things um, or saw it on the sidelines. Either way, I've seen a lot of stuff that we've been through. Um, and you know that I, I, I feel like I probably started a journey back in 2017. Um, doing a particular event um, and the outcome of that. And then what kind of snowballed into all of that was having to really look at myself, how I move, how I interact with people, why I move the way I do with certain people. Um, and, and I was given an opportunity really stripped naked, uh, literally, um, 
and then able to rebuild myself back up. And that took some time. And I think what is really bringing all of it to the forefront and putting me in a position to be able to celebrate the growth and being able to, to get through the things that I have is that now that I am in a relationship with someone who values me for what I bring to the table, the exact kind of person that I am, don't want to change you, not judging you, et cetera, et cetera. It's giving me, it's creating a space that's comfortable and safe enough for me to do the last little bit of work I need to do in regards to trauma from my childhood, from my young adulthood, and then past abusive relationships. Um, so I would, I would, I would even say that, and not to give him all the credit, but I just appreciate him, and I tell him that often for being the kind of man that he is, carrying the kind of spirit he does that allows me to continue the work, so I can be a better and best version in this relationship with you. Right. Because you don't want to bring people right. into your shit. And then you're carrying it yeah. and then yeah. it's toxic you know you just when it could be a very pure and loving situation but i still have baggage and baggage and baggage so yeah i celebrate you sir too because i know you get it right yeah yeah you gay we, we, we've come a long way listeners <laughs> <laughs> don't even know we, that could be a whole separate hey, show hey. just me and Dwayne's history together <laughs> Uh, we will save oh, that for man. another show. <laughs> We're gonna go. Show. We're gonna go to our next break. <laughs> I want to come back and uh, just talk about some of the things that we're practicing, and it could be as simple as um, thought patterns that we're changing within ourselves to help uh, really like facilitate the growth a little bit further. Um, and then maybe just some, you know, a right along the line with self care, some things that we're doing that are. Uh, very specific to healing past traumas. We're gonna we're gonna continue the conversation, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Three Queens and a King podcast will be right right back. folks we're back thanks for tuning in three queens and a king podcast my name is meek we got brother Dwayne and my niece kira nicole i call her kit kat uh joining us today and we're talking about healing emotional trauma right before we went to the break we we're just speaking on how you get to the point where uh you even realize that that's what's going on inside your spirit i know some people just walk around completely numb um and there's all kinds of things that we can use to to numb pain and whatnot that comes from emotional trauma uh, drugs, alcohol, sex, work, which is one thing that really got me because I started to notice that if I wasn't grinding, then I didn't feel useful. If I wasn't producing, I didn't feel valued. And if I wasn't like focused on some kind of task at hand, then my brain was always going back to things that I had yet to deal with. And it was constantly happening that way. So I was working to a point really to escape my own thoughts that and memories um, and feelings and being triggered and et cetera, et cetera. 
And although I was producing and I'm pumping out and that's cool and, you know, businesses are growing and whatnot, again, being in this relationship, being forced to have to balance and take time to spend with someone and build and get to know uh, really made it very clear to me that I had been using um, accomplishments, various accomplishments, all the accomplishments, because if anybody knows me, all I'm ever trying to do is grind out a goal. Um, and it it's not hard for me to do that. But instead of feeling valued anywhere else or even within myself, it was coming from the work I was doing. And if I didn't get that value there, then it was like a one, two, three punch. It was like one, two, three over. Like, oh, now you really feel like shit. Like you're dealing with all the stuff that you're not dealing with. And then you're not producing and getting the support that you want. You're not producing um, and, and just accomplishing in the manner that you feel like you should be. So then that's double disappointment. And that's, it was just a whole lot of crap. So then all of a sudden I had to fall back and be like, you know what? You are dope regardless if you never produce another show again, if you never do another podcast again, if you never make another dollar again, that has nothing to do with your worth or your value. And being with this man has helped, helped me see that for myself. Not to say that he's re- he's the replacement. Now, right. now it's based in him, you know what I mean? It's, it's just right. that some people, you, people just see you for who you are and sometimes you don't even see it, the light yourself. Yeah. So somebody's like, man, you are so amazing. Except and you know, somebody's man. telling you that over and over again, you gotta like mm-hmm. eventually believe them. Mm-hmm. You gotta you, accept me, you know? At any rate, so then I, I'd like to know now, um, now that we're all at this point and uh, hopefully we can help some folks that are listening too, what is, what does it look like now that you know that you're in the space that you're healing and, and you're doing it uh, courageously, what does that look like for you? Are there are there specific thought patterns that you are adhering to every day? Are there mantras? Is it meditation? Um, are you having conversations with yourself? Like, what are you doing to maintain the space of healing as you go through the process? Kara, Kara go ahead. Yeah, listen, I breathe. I'm not <laughs> into you. I have, I actually, before I was on this call, I was on a very heated and angry argument and it is best for me to breathe it out because when I breathe it out, I can block everything else out. All the negativity, all the ugly, all the nasty, all the anything that does not pertain to me and my happiness, I can block it out. And that's exactly what I do. That's what helps me with every single situation, every single time. I just is it like a, a count to one, two, three, or a count to ten kind of thing, or is it just? It's just a. It's it's a literally take a step back, close your eyes, and just take the biggest deep breath that you can, and then just release it. It, it it feels so good. It I know it doesn't work for everybody, but try it because it feels so good. That and fresh air. I love having. I sometimes I so open. I just need to be outside. I just got to step outside for a second. Just letting that fresh air just hit your face from wherever you are can help a lot as well too. Also, I really like the sun. So if you guys ever want it. <laughs> in the sun just let that one you, it's gonna change your whole life oh goodness if y'all could see your face she was serious about that one <laughs> man it's the earth i let the earth work its way and help me feel so much better and it does it really does the air the sun clouds anything trees the fresh smells everything just let just let it just take your body and forget about everything else man because this all this stuff is not even is all this stuff comes and goes but the earth literally sits here and is here for as long as you're standing and it's not going anywhere i think that's um i think that's something to even that to touch on just a little bit further like i people get lost in in the sauce of everyday life right and if dealing with going to work and coming home and you know maintaining relationships and paying bills and get enough rest and making sure you eat and um get enough you know exercise all the things we gotta do just to keep the machines going because we go we work and you know to keep the machine going that we lose track of the fact that we were created in this space on this earth 
and everything that we need to maintain our natural happy state of mind comes from the earth i like to walk barefoot in the grass i also i'll take it a little bit further let the sun be shining on a beautiful day and i need to breathe outside barefoot just 10 minutes yep that's all i need and it's called recentering and realigning your chakras yep so that you can continue on with your day that's giving the best of yourself because you don't want the shitty you don't want the shitty version of me you don't want that no no no, you want the best version of me (laughs) you want the smiles you want all of that so i tell yeah i uh i get that i get that cat a walk in the park franklin park is my favorite space to go oh my Yes, the just water. Go, exactly. Just go exactly. walk. Just go walk somewhere. Just go be outside for a minute. I, I like to tell people when I'm in a very awkward or uncom- in a in a situation where I feel uncomfortable, I need five minutes of silence. Just give me five minutes of silence. That's it. So I can collect me, get me together, and figure out whatever I need to figure out but I'm not gonna let no negative energy take me over I don't like doing that anymore I used to do that all the time I used to let negative giving your run power away blood. huh oh giving your power away and you can't do yes. that yes and I used to handle it so badly so so badly especially like all the grudges and stuff that I used to hold towards people or like all the hurt and pain that I used to deal with I used to just handle it so badly. I wouldn't talk about it, but the way that I reacted to those things was horrible. And I just can't do that to me no more. So sometimes I just have to go and get some air so that I don't feel like I'm going to do something like that. Or I don't know, just anything. Just sometimes I just got to go get some air and remember where I'm at now. This is where you're at right now. What got you here for a minute? Think about what got you here how hard you've worked for a second and that's it Mm -hmm. what about you what are you doing to like maintain your peace of mind as you work through your shit well I uh, I've been doing a lot of prayer and meditation Mm -hmm. Um, really really identifying what it is that's troubling me and zeroing in on it and uh, you know praying for solution uh, you know coming to grips with how I I really feel not not the uh, public persona but you know really digging in deep in my chest and asking them serious questions and getting to the root cause of the issue uh, so that it can be fixed and not glossing over things. I also uh, I listen to a lot of healing frequencies. Um, I definitely take my silence serious. Um, you know, I I have to spend time. I have to. I have. I have. Like identifying the things that I have to have. You know, uh, and and being steadfast on them. You know, I don't like to to argue. So the manner in which I express my hurt, if it's somebody outside of me that's done something, I need to. uh, I need to do it in a manner in which I would receive. Even though I listen to people that are distraught sometimes, you know, but uh, yeah, just just really uh, just be really just being mindful and practicing being mindful and being present and allowing myself if I need to cry uh, to let that shit out, you know, not 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 hold so much in and not feel like I have to. I remember um, going to get a massage, which I do pretty regularly with a guy that's been um, massaging me forever. He's a local dude, a masseuse here in Columbus. And so I think we've been working together for like two years now, three years maybe. At any rate, I remember him doing a session one day and he, and I was telling him how 
when things are really like weighing on me, I get the stress knot in my shoulder and I it'll, man, sometimes it gets pretty big. It'll protrude out of my back. It hasn't been that bad in some time, but I know when I need to let some stuff go because that's where I carry it is in that shoulder. And he's telling me that and he's rubbing me and rubbing me. And after the session, he was like, let me tell you something. Until you let go of the regrets and the fear and the pain and the grudges and the toxicity and all of the should haves and didn't and all of those things. He was like, you're, you can come to me every day, me. And that's never gonna leave you. That stress knot is never gonna leave your shoulder because you're carrying too much on your spirit. Let it go, like purge that and just be okay with the fact that you're doing the best you can every single day. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. So. I don't want anybody to get twisted. Like, uh, you know, I still have parts of me that hurt. It's sort of like being cut. You can nurse the wound and clean it and dress it and patch it up. But the, the, the process for healing takes time. And sometimes shit still hurts. It still hurts. It doesn't mean that the offense is still happening, but the, the wound hasn't healed completely. And being aware of that is very important. Being aware and being honest about that. Like, okay, I forgive you, but this still hurts. And not allowing yourself to be in repeat situations that reopen the wound. Exactly. Because the wound can be caused by one situation that's that that came through one person, but because you didn't get the lesson, you will get the same situation happening with different people all over again. And it's doing nothing but like it's like it's the most slow torture ever. It's like, let yeah. me one by one take out these stitches yeah. so you just hurt forever in a day. And then you're like, no, let me stitch back up. We <laughs> literally talk like, about this. Why all the is time. this? Yes. yes. Why is the same situation keep happening? It's because yes. you're not learning. So once yes. I got that, like, first, once I even got that concept that it kept happening because I wasn't getting the lesson, then I was like, gotcha, bitch. The very next time it happens, I've learned the lesson. <laughs> I'm learning. That's where I'm at now. That's what I'm trying to do. Figure stuff out. I keep going through the same thing over and over again. I'm like, what's going on? But I think I've gotten, I think I know where it's coming from and I'm ready to start accepting it. And I'm starting, I'm ready to start letting go. Yeah, so yeah, it's, um, I think it's a beautiful journey though. And I, and in the thick of all the pain, I probably wasn't saying that. And Dwayne could probably attest to that. That's not what I was saying in the thick of anything I was dealing with. I'm like sad, mad, crying, cussing motherfuckers out. Like, what is the problem here? But hindsight, um, I'm really glad to have gone through every single thing I've ever been through. It's sharpened me up. Even today, like even today, as far as your emotional intelligence is concerned, I got an email right before we got on here. I was telling D about it. Um, some really crazy accusations, but I see where they're where they're coming from. If you don't know me, then you might take it that way. At any rate, yeah. my emotional intelligence is so high at this point from doing the work that I didn't take it personally to the point where it like hurt me or made me doubt my journey or what my ultimate vision is or anything. It just made yeah. me accept the fact that some people are not supposed to be on the journey with you all the way. Some yeah. people are, are, you know what I mean? Like, it's just okay. It's just, it is just okay. You know, it's not, it's not a big deal. So that in of itself lets me know like how much growth has come about and that uh, that's worth celebrating right there. Um, right. All of us, you know, being to the point where we're like, yeah, I don't like the direction this is going and the common denominator is me. So... Right. Let me figure some shit out. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. It's me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're like, aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's me. <laughs> I'm the one fucking shit up. Right. Mm. <laughs> and then you gotta like <laughs> tuck your tail between your legs and go look in the mirror like, ooh, we. Yeah. <laughs> this is you. This is a you yeah. thing. So 
yes i appreciate you guys coming on and, and sharing and being so vulnerable um we do this thing called final thought at the end of the show and we are going to wrap up here uh i hope that we've helped some folks i hope that we've inspired some people to just keep it trucking because you're not alone we're all dealing with similar crap living in the society that we live in so mm-hmm. uh final thought let's go around the horn if you could tell your younger self by 10 years something that would help them get through what they're going through at that time now with the wisdom that you have at this age what piece of advice would you give to younger self about your emotional trauma and coping and dealing and such Kira well (laughs) I tell myself to stop fighting with my fucking mom because eventually she gonna be my she gonna be my best friend. Eventually I'm gonna realize that that's my best friend. That's my dog. So I would definitely I would I would have to tell myself like stop fighting with this woman, man. She's been through it. She knows. Stop arguing. She wants she wants nothing but good for you. And I would tell myself you gotta <laughs> you gotta move on from your dad man that's what I would tell myself move on from your dad because you're fucking up all your relationships because you're mad at the wrong man you're taking it out on this man and it's not this man's fault it's your dad's fault but let that shit go or this is just gonna keep going I would tell my younger self that that's what I would tell my younger self I would also tell my younger self that you got to take a step back and see that not everybody is out to freaking get you all the time. And people have life way freaking worse. People have life way worse. Unfortunately, some of those circumstances are not their fault. But people got it. That people got it bad and I had my I had honestly I had my shit good and I messed it up so I would definitely take a take a step back and tell myself to you gotta realize what you got don't take advantage of the shit grateful better start being grateful I'm grateful every day though I'm grateful every day I love every day some days are some days are sad, but you know you still get up, you get ready for the day, you keep it you keep it pushing. Most of the time, that sad day is gonna turn around into a good day, anyways, if you let it. Yep. So yeah, yep. I'm grateful every day. Proud of you, Kira. Thanks. Proud of you. Definitely. D, what yes. would you tell your your younger self, your ten year ten year prior self? Good lord. <sighs> I gotta think about what I was doing 10 years ago. <laughs> That's when we met. I was thinking about that the other day. We met, yeah, we met in 2010. Yep. It was about that, about around that time. Around that. Yeah. 2010, 2011? Probably the end of 2011. Because I, I graduated. 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I was twelve. <laughs> Good Lord. We were <laughs> off the chain. Chain. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. I, I would. I would tell myself. I would tell that that guy. <laughs> uh, first and foremost take things a lot more serious um, you're going to get a lot of attention but focus on the work because I didn't focus on the work Man. Do, do the things that got you here but do them better Ooh, I like that I like you that know, don't don't get wrapped up in all the hype. Uh, always put the mo- always put God first. Keep keep don't lose sight of that. Do not get wrapped up in all of this pussy <laughs> that is coming your way. Please, 
uh, alcohol is for celebratory purposes. You don't have to do it every day. <laughs> you I like don't that one too. To do it every day. <laughs> you know. I like that one too. Yeah. Uh, what else? Anything else? <laughs> oh man, you know what? I would just lock him in a room and just give him several voice recordings, and you can't come out until you remember this shit because it's going to hit right. you. verbatim. Yeah, verbatim. Like I want it down in your spirit, you know. Like, but definitely uh, taking advantage of of the opportunity because when I met you, uh, when I did that spit and sketch, that like opened up. A, a portal because I saw it before I did it I watched the visual artist and I'm like you know what I'm going brother Dwayne this shit and you did yeah I'm like you gonna you gonna I'm like I'm not walking out of here with less than a buck uh, and you didn't and, and, <laughs> and, and like and this is how you and because it was that listening to the spirit like okay and this is how you do it so yeah, it'll be worth a lot more, but this is what I have to do to get that. And this is going to make this a memorable occasion. You only get one time to make a first good impression. So, uh, that, but that opened up things that I never knew would open up. And uh, I just kind of like rolled with the currents and didn't really take control of the period like I, like I would at this point. You know, there were a lot of opportunities that came my way that I personally uh, have to take, have to, like, you fuck that up, you know, and you fuck that up because you did, you, you did, you, like, you've done well. You've exceeded in a lot of areas, but in these key areas, you, 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 you got to tighten up. Yeah. You know? Yep. You got to tighten up. So, mm -hmm. in this space where I'm just, working uh what what like a nine to five there's certain practices that i grade myself on you know just basic principles like people think because you're an artist that's good enough no it's, it's the showing up early and getting shit getting shit done on time and you know uh you know keeping your word and you know things that make people feel safe enough to call you repeatedly you know yeah you're good but you don't deliver so what's the purpose of being good if you're not going to deliver it's none lessons <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah you have yourself to blame you know quiet down all of the hey it's brother Dwayne and you know that's good too and remember that but it's 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 the work you know it's the work and and caring about your reputation on a broader scale you know and those are things that uh I would definitely sit myself down and pray that he heard me <laughs> yeah I'm also proud of you, D. Because <laughs> we would have so many conversations, man. I just remember, and in every everywhere I lived, I have memories of you being around at some point in time. Us talking about right. our own uh, our our own self-inflicted hurdles, and yes. you know like obstacles that we create out of nothing yes. to keep us from really doing what it is that we're supposed to be doing with our lives and yes. why we're content with that. And all those conversations came at the hand of many shots, many. I too had that, you know, we have to drink to celebrate, not drink to cope in the midst of all this work that's happening. Come How about on, that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. I think I would tell my 10 year, 10 year younger self, cause I was 32. <clears throat> what I would tell her is you are about to go through some shit in these next 10 years. But let me tell you how you're gonna come out so much better. So just hunker down, 
and get through it. You will be okay. Because rewind 10 years ago, <laughs> a lot of people were telling me that like, I see success in your future. You're just going to do so much. You're going to go so far, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I was dealing with so much personally that, I mean, so much on a personal level of inadequacy, feelings of inadequacy and not worthy that it spilled over into anything I was doing professionally and creative. It just, it took over it. It couldn't, there was no separation because it was so, it was so prevalent in my life at that time that I needed to do the work immediately because I had been putting it off for so long, being all things to everybody instead of really listening to what my spirit was telling me, which is, if you don't get through these daddy issues that you got, if you don't get through these mommy issues that you got, if you don't get through this closeted artist issue that you got, if you don't get through your shit, you're going to be 40 before you're really doing what you want to do. And here we are 10 years later. And yes, a lot of time, I don't want to say it was wasted because I'm grateful for the experiences, but mm, if I could have just been here 10 years ago in the thick of all the greatness that was going on. Oh man. Man. It was a wave. Like, you know? Yeah. So I get it. I get it. I'm so glad for you guys coming on. Will you come back? We got a lot of uh, episodes to fill up for season two. Maybe Mm -hmm. next season, season three. Yeah. We'll come back. Definitely. Yeah, down. I'm down. I've been waiting on my call. I know. You know who's coming. Snap it. Both of (laughs) y'all. I've been pumped. I was so pumped when she asked me. I was so hyped. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i really stoked. Um, I remember, I don't know where, where something came my way or how it came my way, but I felt uh, this kind of energy, which is that in a big way, I'm using my platforms to really uh, express myself mm-hmm. and allow my throat chakra to be all the way open and just heal you know so it's a it's a healing mechanism so i think that's why people enjoy the show and i think that's why folks want to be a part of the show because it's that's really what it is roundtable discussion to just share your experiences on various topics um and and hopefully like take away something that's going to help inspire you and heal your heart i feel like we're doing that yeah so thank you for coming on we will be back next week folks um, I don't know if I haven't reminded you lately, but let me do it right now. Please, please, please always be the light that you seek. And we will see you next week. Peace. Peace.